hello, and welcome to the show. It is JP's product pick of the week, and this is me, JP. And the first thing I want to do is have you head on over to the page where the product resides, because if you head to this URL or over to this QR code, you will find that uh, this week's product pick is half off a tremendous savings, and this video is playing right inside of it, so you can watch it from right inside the product page if that's your uh, jam, if that's what you like to do. Uh, why don't you do it? So, uh, in fact, if I head over there right now, I'm just going to refresh, we will see that, yes, indeed, half off, uh, and that's the page, but I've gotten ahead of myself, so why don't we jump back a little bit and have Lady Ada tell us a little bit about this week's product pick. Please take it away, Mrs. Lady Ada from the past. Neo Trellis. So this is what people have wanted this from the moment we had Trellis, an RGB Trellis. And as you see here, this is our little demo and this is just showing one panel. So like the Trellis boards that we've sold before that were LEDs, you get these boards and each board does a four by four grid and then you can tile them together as many as you want, up to 32, which is a lot. And this is all done over I2C using Seesaw. So this is an I2C device. We have an interrupt pin if you want to use an interrupt input, but you don't need to. You can just pull the I2C and it's plenty fast. Um, and on the other side is uh, NeoPixels. And the NeoPixels are also handled over Seesaw. So again, you don't have to worry about what if I have a Raspberry Pi or an ESP32 and it's not great with NeoPixels. It's all done over I2C. So I have a demo of a massive grid. So like you're wondering, but what if I want more than four um, buttons? Well, you can tile them together. So you see you, you solder here, this is a mechanical connection. And on the bottom, you have the I2C and data pins and you put a little piece of wire and you solder them. And like, yeah, don't like try to break this, but if you don't try to break it, it's not gonna break. And it it's, stays nice and solid. And then of course you solder all four together for mechanical strength. And then you only have to connect to one because it's a shared bus. And each one of them, the I2C jumpers, you short them so that each one has a unique address. And in the library, you just tell it, hey, you know, I've got uh, four boards. And then um, you get these elastomer pads that we sell and they're sold separately. And then um, you just line up the pads. There's a little nubs and then they sit nice and flat. And I'll leave this one off so you can see it. And then here's a, a demo. It's just running off of a, a Gemma M0, unless I killed the battery, which I think, hold on. Okay, oh, there you go. Um, so you can see these are the NeoPixels and then these are them diffused. And that's like a little rainbow demo. And then you can press each button and then you can do multiple button presses. It uses um, diodes so you can press as many buttons as you like. In fact, you can press all of them. Ah, so many buttons. You can just go bonkers with all your button pressing. Um, you can detect as many presses as you like. This one's straight on. And then uh, you've got full color and then you can control them separately. So in your code, you read the button presses, you're gonna have a callback and then you can set it to do whatever you want. So for this demo, I just have it when you're pressing it, it lights up a color, but of course, you know, you're free to do whatever your heart desires. Um, Tile as many of these as you want. There you go, everybody. You wanted a NeoPixel trellis? You got one. Finally, all your desires have been met. All right, that settles it. I'm going to head over to my magical cabinet of drawers full of neat stuff and uh, grab one for myself. Hang on right there.
That's right, my product pick of the week is the Neo Trellis. This is a driver board with a row of four and column four, so four by four. What am I trying to say? This is the driver board with four by four NeoPixel LEDs and the uh, contact pads for pressing with an elastomer pad. This is sold separately. And we can drive this over the I squared C bus from nearly any microcontroller. We have great libraries in CircuitPython and in Arduino that you can use. And one of the cool things about this is that you can use it standalone or, or just one of them connected to a microcontroller, or you can tile up up to 32 of them for a whopping 512 buttons, which is totally bananas. Uh, you may have challenges powering that without using an external power supply if you, if you turn them all on. Uh, but you can certainly run these off of a microcontroller in more moderate numbers. Um, and what I want to do is give you uh, a little overview of these and, and then show you a few demos of them. So uh, first of all, like I mentioned earlier, this is the website. So if you head to, this is product ID 3954. A little trick when you hear an Adafruit product ID, you can just go to adafruit.it slash and whatever that number is, and that's the short URL that'll get you there, or adafruit.com slash product slash, and in this case, 3954. Uh, you can see here we have uh, some lovely photos of the board, front and back side, uh, and then we have some uh, little videos. Here's a nice photo of the uh, a pair of them set next to each other, so these tile in, in all directions. Uh, and then if you scroll down a bit, you can click on the primary guide link as well as some links to some different uh, projects. So if we head over to the primary guide, you'll see here we have the pinout uh, diagram that'll tell you what's connected to what. We have info on uh, tiling, which since this is over the I squared C bus, what happens is you connect multiples of these together and then there's a little jumper uh, on the back here, a little set of jumpers that you will solder together in order to create different addresses. So as long as you have unique addresses, you can talk to multiples of these that are connected with only one I squared C bus, so only one connection to your microcontroller. So here's a nice picture of, uh, of a set of four. Um, and then here's a little info about addressing, a little cheat sheet for the different hex addresses for your different boards. Um, and let's, uh, let's take a look at it in action now, shall we? So let me jump to a downshooter. How about uh, this view here, actually? And then I'll just go jump up in the, in the corner. How about? That'll do it. Uh, so I have a few here I want to show. First one, I'm going to take our board here. And you can solder wires to these pin connectors on the sides in order to solder into another circuit or connect to your microcontroller. Uh, or you can plug right into this four pin Stemma cable. So here I have a JST4PH to SH, which means on one end I can go to Stemma QT and the other I can go straight into the board. Plug that in there. There we go, that was harder than it should have been. Uh, and so now I'm connected uh, right to this feather and I'll, uh, I'll actually leave it bare for a second. It's gonna be pretty bright. And let me just switch over uh, so I can see my... Uh, yeah, question from Doctor, is that a giant Stemma connector? It is. This is Stemma Light Up. It's going to run through 
all of the pixels as purple, then it brings them back on as yellow. And now in order to press the buttons, these are actually just uh, contacts, copper contacts that need to be bridged together using the uh, carbon infused rubber that's at the end of each of these little silicone pads. So I'll go ahead and set this on here. And now you can see when I press one, I just have it turning red while it's pressed and I have it turning blue when I release. And that's all this, this does, it's nothing, nothing fancy, just a little light show. Uh, but of course, you can have this send out USB or MIDI commands, which is a really typical use for these. Uh, what I wanted to do is actually show you the code for just this simple example here. So let me swap uh, views again. And let me open up my, uh, let's see, is this the one I want? I want this other one here. I have two similar, uh, two similar bits of code running. So you can see here, I'm bringing in the uh, I squared C pins, the serial clock and serial data line from bus. And I'm bringing in the bus IO and the NeoTrellis library. So the NeoTrellis library takes care of the button matrix as well as the NeoPixels that are there. So it makes it easy to talk to. So I've created a NeoTrellis object on the I squared C bus. I've set up a variable containing some uh, colors. I've kept them pretty dim so that they don't blow out the camera here. And then there's a function here created called the blink. And when blink is either sent uh, a button press or a button release, it does one of two things. It's doing an edge detection. When it rises, we're gonna set it to red. So that's when I press it. And when it releases, it sets it to cyan. Then uh, we have the little uh, intro animation here. So if I uh, just reset the board here, you'll see it run through that. That's this I in range 16. It just runs through and changes the colors of those. And then the entire set of code is just trellis sync. So it's just checking to see something happened on here that we need to react to. And uh, depending on what that is, we use one of these functions here. So uh, that's it, really simple code. Now I have uh, another example here. One thing that's nice is to uh, create or laser cut or 3D print or cut out a cardboard or some other material, a uh, sort of a light blocker grid. And so I have one here I've done uh, with some 3D printing. So I 3D printed a, a, a neat little case here. And what this one has is a uh, Cutie Pie running it. So small little microcontroller in there. It's actually a Cutie Pie RP2040 and a nice little 3D printed case. And then you can see here I have it doing a similar, uh, similar bit of code, except this one runs through randomly some of the different colors that are uh, defined in those variables. So this is uh, just a, a little light game. This actually came from a Ruiz Brothers uh, guide that shows you how to make this game, which is sort of just a fun uh, fidget thing, especially great for kids. You press a button until it gets to the, uh, the color you want. Maybe you light them all, all purple or something like that. Uh, so there's a nice, nice uh, little case here. I'm gonna do is pop this off. I just have some uh, Kapton tape holding that together. You can see what's inside. I have Cutie Pie, again, wrapped in some, uh, some Kapton tape, so nothing shorts, and then my USB cable running right to it. So that's it, very simple setup. Uh, and this 3D printed case is available. Uh, I made a shorter version of it, but that case is available in the Ruiz Brothers Guide. Um, and then what I wanted to do, uh, first of all, I'm just check in on the chat to make sure everything's good. Looks like we're, we're not uh, out of sync yet, hopefully. I, I see some YouTube uh, quality issues it's yelling at me. 
Uh, and I want to say hi to people over in YouTube chat. Hello, Dave Odessa, Anthony Becerra, and you do it. Nice to see you all. Thanks for uh, coming by. So, uh, yeah, there's a link in the chat that uh, Todd bought. Thanks, Todd, just put up with the Trellis Box game, which uh, you can power this off of a, of a battery very easily, uh, particularly a little LiPo battery is a nice way to do it, um, to make it portable. And now what I want to show you is actually a really advanced example of what people have done with the board. So I'm going to uh, reveal here my... Uh, 128 button monome grid. So this is a set of eight of the Neo Trellis boards connected and then a nice uh, laser cut case. And this is a design, uh, let me go to the web page here for it so I can show you. Uh, this is a design by Denki Otto or Steve or uh, Okay You're On in our chat. He goes by many names. Uh, where is it? Here it is. Uh, so this is okay. You're on Neotrellis Monome on GitHub, uh, and you can just search for Neotrellis Monome. This is a DIY version of the Monome Grid, which is a music instrument controller, general-purpose controller that can be used for a lot of different things, uh, depending on what software you write for it. And he's got some great instructions on setting this up. Here you can see the tiling and the address uh, jumpers that are being set, and this runs off of a Teensy 3.1 or 3.2. So I'm using mine to uh, run a uh, little Raspberry Pi-based musical instrument, also made by Steve, uh, designed by Steve, called Fates. So this is uh, uh, essentially a DIY version of Norns, also from Monom. And if I turn this on, I'm going to turn up my uh, mic on my amplifier over here. Uh, let me go to a full view of that and I'll just hide up in the corner here. Uh, so this is pretty cool. This is a, uh, the software I'm running on it is a sequencer that is based on uh, little note patterns that you create. And then when we create uh, essentially intersections, we can uh, trigger MIDI things, or in this case I'm triggering an internal synthesizer. this is that you can then control that pattern. And this is shifting the scale uh, of what we're hearing. This is even more so I can hear it better. And uh, let me know in the chat if that's audible before I go on. Uh, I'll, I'll noodle around with this for a moment while you check in. Okay, hard to hear me over the beeps and boops. Got it. loud beeps and boops, okay. And, oh, I see. I can look at the levels there. Hey, now my, now my level is uh, approaching that of the beeps and boops. Much better, okay. Loud on YouTube, all right. Uh, so hopefully you can still hear me. So yeah, this is, this is really cool because we can create little note patterns even on the diagonal. Make a little fast one here. You can hear I'm shifting that pattern. And look how responsive this is. So this is using sort of variable brightness with just a single color, but you could pick any color for this if you adjust your, your code. And 
And watch how quickly this will, this isn't very musical what I'm going to do, but it'll respond really fast. So you can see my grid updating really nice fast changes there. See if I can find and turn these off. They get hard to figure out where they start and end. <laughs> Not there. All right, I hit clear. <laughs> That'll do it. Uh, so that's a, a nice example of an instrument made using uh, a bunch of these. We also have our famous uh, original instrument, UNTZ, which was made with the original trellis boards. I, I still have a trellis regular one over here somewhere. Here it is. So this was the, the original right there, original trellis. And this used a um, single color LED. You would, you would solder in your own set of 16 LEDs, pick the color you want, but it was a fixed color. Uh, I think we could PWM brightness, but I don't recall exactly. Uh, but you can see how nice this is, like Lady A was saying, to, to be able to now, I'll turn the volume down on this entirely, uh, to now, or I just won't make it make any sounds, uh, to have multiple colors, multiple shades, uh, or, or uh, values of brightness on here. Really uh, fun to work with. Um, and so that's, uh, that's, an, that's an advanced demo, but you can imagine, especially with 50% uh, off right now, if you head over uh, to the Adafruit store uh, and head to this page, hopefully we still have them in stock. Uh, I don't see any stock warnings. Maximum of 10 per customer. You only need eight to build uh, this grid. There's also a version uh, of uh, 64 pixels, so four by four. Go all the way up to 256 uh, if you want for uh, Norn's software or if you're writing your own thing from scratch, like a giant MIDI thing, uh, then you can, you can go up to 512, uh, but you will need probably an external power supply. Um, so let's see, I think that's gonna do it. Um, that is the product pick of the week. Uh, so that is the product pick of the week. It is the Adafruit Neo Trellis. Hang this up here. Where's the next one go? Right about there. That ought to hold. Uh, all right. Well, thanks everyone for stopping by. Head on over to uh, the Adafruit store to grab some. The uh, special 50% off is only good during the show. We have a, a few minute grace period. Um, and uh, I want to thank you for stopping by. Thanks. Uh, hey, Eric Lair, James Driscoll, TMP, and Mike L. Thanks for showing up over in the YouTube chat. And you're welcome, Mike. Uh, Mike likes the Parsec videos. I appreciate it. Uh, thanks in our chat, Dr. OK Yaron, Todd Bot, uh, Yanisku. Special thanks to OK Yaron for developing this uh, DIY version of the Monom Grid. Really fun to play with and, and uh, makes it accessible to more people, which is great. It's a big open source community of, of software development, so it's really nice to support that with some roll your own hardware. Um, Todd has an eight foot by six foot wall. How many Neo Trellis boards do I need? Yes, uh, you figure that out. Weisenheimer. Uh, hey, Dexter Starboard, Jim Hendrickson, thanks so much. Thanks, C. Grover, for Adafruit Industries. This has been JP's product pick of the week. That's me. I'm JP, and I will see you next time. Bye-bye.